Hey, hey, everyone. Vedette Mayer here. Thanks for being here in the Ascension Network. This uh, weekly elemental uh, reading will be both in the video will be in the Ascension Network in the, um, the app and the platform. And it will also be uh, on the podcast as well so that others outside of the Ascension Network can start to understand what we're, we're doing here. And the elemental Readings are held every Monday at the beginning of the week for us to really tune into the energy of the, uh, the, the month. So at the beginning of each month, I do a pyramid activation reading. And what this really is, is reading into the energy for the month. What do we have to look forward to going into the next month? And what are the energies lined up? What do we have to be aware of in, in our consciousness? And the pyramid readings really go into the 12 consciousness codes altogether. And those consciousness codes make up our spiritual selves, our, um, our energetic selves, as well as our emotional selves, and then our intellect. So we really go deep, take a deep dive into the energies of the month, what to look for and, um, and how to work with them so that we can continue to ascend in our own frequency and our own emotional frequency so that we are creating a life as we go that's in direct alignment with our higher self, our soul, not necessarily our intellect, which is where most humans um, kind of get off the path on and wonder why life feels like it's a trust every day. The elemental readings take that monthly meaning, um, reading and take them really into weekly um, chunks. So the chunk of the month or the week um, that we're in, we then can go into now, what do we need to be aware of? How do we chunk this big reading down for the month into weekly insights? And then within the Ascension Network, there is daily insights as well as um, uh, coaching and uh, workshops and all kinds of events to help us kind of keep aware of what our, our energies are doing in every given moment so that we know that we are con consistently raising our energetic frequency and getting to places where we can have a higher vision of the world. And by holding that higher vision, we can understand what's playing out you know, in the physical world because that is the manifestation, that is the physical reality of the consciousness that's, that has created it. And the idea of the Ascension Network is to rise above that perception into the perception of creating a new earth, a place where the energy of the world is aligned. We, uh, as humans, we operate from a completely different place and in the systems and the life that we create are not created out of fear, but out of a higher frequency so that everything that we experience feels differently. I say all this because we're really moving into what's going to be an intense time, quite frankly. Um, the rest of October and November and December, the rest of 2020 is really going to start to accelerate in denseness. Now, this isn't from a place of, of instilling fear. It'll show up in the world as um, dramas, you know, political dramas, you know, kind of riding out, it will, um, it will ignite some denseness in your in your life. If you have something that you haven't wanted to take a look at, it's going to in the next few months, it's going to be obvious, you're not going to be able to ignore it. And some of those things will will feel heavy, they will feel as though you're like, man, I just like with this and, you know, where our world is. And if you're in the U.S., the political elections, like it all just feels like too much. That's going to be the energy of the rest of this year. Now, what can we do about that by checking in with our own energies? We can stay above that perspective. Like I mentioned already, when we kind of just watch it unfold 
And it's not underneath us as if we're better. We're just at a higher frequency and stuff starts to pull back when we do that. And as we look at these denser energies that are going to be revealed in the next two, two and a half months, we're going to find that they're slowly starting to shave away and drop out of our own frequency. So they won't, they don't have to have the impact that they will for a lot of people who aren't paying attention to their own energies and really doing the work to continually ascend through what appears to be a lot of chaos. That chaos is temporary. That chaos is here because it has to be in order for us to see the, the denseness and the lower frequencies of, of our systems and um, how we've treated our planet and in ourselves. And when we rise up as a collective in, in frequency, we help rise the, the, human, the humanities collective, which allows us to start problem solving and thinking differently and creating differently so that we start to renew and revitalize our systems and, and the way we, we process, the way that we live as humans so that we are um, in alignment with our own souls, with our planet, we're taking care of our planet as we are um, looking for healthier ways to run our countries and, and our governments and our leadership. So there's work to be done, but that work has to be done by those who are, are able to see the bigger picture. So I'm hoping that this, um, as these unfold, these become helpful tools for you, these ele weekly elemental readings and the monthly pyramid activations, that they become tools for you to really understand what am I tuning into? What do I got to pay attention to? Because tuning in and elevating your consciousness, elevating your frequency is really all about being consciously aware. What grabs your attention? What lights you on fire? Stop right there and say, wait, what is this? Why do I feel like this? And what is sucking the soul out of you? What is scaring the hell out of you? And stop and look at it. What do I need to do to raise my experience, my, my emotional experience with this thing? So this is what these elemental readings are all about. So let's dig into this, uh, this week's uh, elemental reading. reading. This is for October 19th. So uh, this is the week, but however, let me just rec re uh, just remind you of this as well. Even if you are tuning into this and it's a year from now or two years from now, know that it is in front of you because this is the, the, the resonant energy for you in the moment. So you can still listen to this message and still get a lot out of it. Um, and, and it will direct you where you are as you watch this. So the recordings are here for a reason because just like intuitive cards, it will pop up and grab your attention when you're ready for it. And it's, it helps you take, you know, ascend to the next level. So reading in the elemental reading is um, four cards. So four main cards, and they really represent the, the, the elements of earth, the four foundational pillars of our human existence. We have our spiritual self, which is the um, fire element. And this, I have my notes right here, just in case I want to make sure I get everything in. Um, and and in, in mindset alchemy speak, if you've been with me for, for a little while, I've, I've um, taught this framework that I, I've called mindset alchemy for a very, very long time. And this is the, from the spiritual mind, the creative mind. So what our job is every week is to take our creative mind, our, our heart mind, and our human mind and integrate them. So not that the human mind isn't standing in the way of any creative ideas and anything that lights your heart, you know, your light, your lights up your heart, right? So we want to be fully integrated in those three minds. So the elemental reading will take into effect all three minds. We're going to read into those and as well as, you know, how does this all manifest in, in the, 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 the work, you know, in the world, in your life um, every week. So again, first card is going to be uh, the, the fire card. It's what, you know, spiritually, what do we need to know? What do we need to recognize? And then we go into the air card, and that is your intellect. How how are you thinking, and what do we be, need to be mindful of it in our human mind? 
Um, and that is the human mind part of mindset alchemy or uh, the alchemy of minds. And then we go into the water card, and this is going to be directly related to your emotions, the emotional roller coaster or not, who knows um, what they have to say for us. And this is the heart mind. This has to do with the heart mind, the feeling. The heart mind is really the, the portal between heaven and earth. It's what grounds those creative ideas into the earth. So, you know, this is kind of the law, what, how, how you feel about moving forward in something is affected by the law of the heart and how that heart feels about what you're about to do has a direct impact on how it's going to manifest in the physical. Meaning if you get an idea to do something like, you know, sit down and write and your heart says, oh my gosh, and your mind says, we don't have time for that. And it shuts you down. You're going to feel very depleted. And that writing is, uh, is, is not going to be what it was going to be if you had said yes to that overwhelming heart desire. The last card then goes into the earth card, and this is the physical form. It's how, um, you know, the physical, how, how spirit, intellect, and the heart all manifest into, into the reality. So we're going to read into these energies and kind of see where we are and then uh, piece it all together. So what I want you to do just real quickly, if you would with me, just we're going to take a, you know, about 30 seconds just to get grounded. As we get grounded, I'm going to shuffle the cards. So then I want to bring our hearts and minds together. So taking a few deep breaths in your nose and out your mouth. Deep breaths again in your nose and out of your mouth. One more deep breath, bringing our hearts and minds together in this breath. And in this beautiful, calm, relaxed state, I bring our hearts and minds together as a collective, whether you're on here live or whether you are on here in a year from now, you are part of the collective energy of this elemental reading. To help us along the way, I call in all divine light beings of the highest of frequencies, all the ascended masters, angels, archangels, all of the angelic team, so to speak, of anyone who is on this call and anyone who will be here in the future. Allow these collective energies to commune and understand what we all need in this given moment, in this given week. I ask for the messages to come through clearly. I ask for all distortions of energy that limit us in any way be revealed and clarified so we can clear them immediately from our own fields as well as the field of our collective. I thank you in advance for all of this information. I thank each and every one of you who brought your consciousness here and, uh, and are absorbing and bringing your beautiful soul into this collective. Thank you. Okay. All right, let's get started. I have these beautiful cards. Let me give them one more shuffle move this out of my way okay Alrighty. here we go first card is our spiritual creativity card and this is the hearth ah <sighs> Hyreth, sorry, I saw her. It's upside down, so we're going to talk about that. The Hyreth is a longing for home, homesick for the stars. So I'm going to show you this. I have this light that has to be here. I'm, okay, it's such a beautiful card. So this is upside down, which means that the energies of this card, which are all about being at home, but remember, we're talking about the spiritual, the spiritual aspect of you and the spiritual aspect of you is, is home when they are completely, when you are completely in tune with your soul, your soul is such a magnificent 
being. It is, it is the highest of consciousness. It, it knows everything. And it's kind of like having this beautiful home that you have to live in. Like imagine going into your dream home and you walk through the doors and you just feel like it's a sanctuary for your soul. And you're, you can feel your heart just explode and you just say, oh my God, thank you. Thank you for this beautiful moment and this beautiful home. And I feel like everything about it is just rich with, with pleasure for you. Pleasure for the eyes, pleasure for your, your hearing and this in all of your, you know, your five physical senses. And then you have your sixth sense who just finally says, finally, we found our home. Now imagine going into that home and being like, in a year or two, three, four, right? After you're, you first found it and you fell in love with it and you're like, this home, man, this has got all kinds of problems with it and I'm just going to ignore it and I'm going to go stay with friends' houses and I'm going to go travel and, and I'm, I'm going to have a really great time. I'm going to do my best to have a great time. But every time I come to this, this, this house, I'm going to kind of ignore it and poop all over it and sleep and, and, and go. What do you think the energy of that home is going to, um, you know, to, to, to hold? It's going to have the energy of, of, of abandonment. And um, it's going to be, it's going to feel as if it's not enough. It's going to wonder what you loved me. You're like, this is who we are together. And again, I'm putting this meaning into something on the exterior, but imagine that is the same feeling, the same thing that you have in your soul. Your soul is your home. And when you continually um, ignore it for the intellect and, and what the intellect is telling you to do, your soul is, it will never take on the energy of I'm not enough because that's not at all what it is. It is like infinite perfection in, in the, the, the rawest, most cosmic form. Your soul is the, is such a high vibration. It can't even hold the energy or the vibration of not enough. But all around it, the tissue now, how it forms into your human body, all around it starts to just kind of like that energy, that lower vibrational energy of I'm not enough and I don't, I don't want to be here and I don't appreciate anything. You know, that, that all starts to kind of, if you would imagine, um, energetically start to kind of um, callous, callous around the soul, so to speak. Okay. This is, this is just, you know, kind of to give you a vision. And as you know, calluses kind of grow bigger and bigger and bigger and, and they start to go in like this. So your access to your soul gets smaller and smaller until you start shining a light on it and saying, okay, I'm going to listen because just as if you, you know, treat your house like crap and it starts to look depleted and it holds that energy, but yet you switch that on a dime and you start saying, wait a minute, this house is amazing. And you start to bring your love and your attention to it. It's going to revitalize and it's going to take back. It's going to feel like a different experience. That is what your soul is calling for you this week. This, this longing for home, it's this card was upside down, meaning, you know, you, you, your true soul is longing for you to come home so it can make it easy for you. And we tend to make things so damn hard for ourselves because we start listening to this and we start to say, oh, I want, I really want this. I want this. But before I do that, I got to do this. I got to check this off and I got to get this done. I got to this. Done. And before you know it, your soul's like, forget it. That idea is done. We're on to the next thing. If you would listen and you say, oh, I love that. And how do you not go home? How, what is this card? What is this card telling us to tune into? It's when our heart says, oh my gosh, this idea from our soul just came in and we really like it. And then it starts, it moves into the heart mind and you're excited and it moves into your intellect and your intellect says, yes, we definitely want to do that. We definitely want to write or we definitely want to play a little bit. We definitely want to take that bath. Um, but can we do the dishes first? We got to finish up work. We got to go for a walk. We have to get our, you know, whatever. We got to get the kids, blah, 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 blah. you know, I'll get to it when I'm all done this, you know, that doesn't happen. It doesn't happen. So this is the week to say, I am going to give myself the pleasure 
of going home to that inward home. That's just that sweet, sweet space within that wants nothing more than to have that light shed on it so that it can just engulf you in light and engulf you in joy and passion and love beyond what you can possibly imagine right now. And this sweet soul of yours is just, is indicating to us right now, you have been ignoring her. And here's the other thing to tie in what I was saying at the very beginning, the, these next two and a half months are going to be extremely dense. It's going to bring up a lot of denseness within us, those denser energies that we're going to have to look at and deal with within and without because when we deal with them within the without takes care of itself but this will start to ramp up energetically getting into this kind of higher intensity um you know as far as the denseness so this week and next week we're we're kind of just getting into it so it's going to be pretty chill this is the week to practice and get used to tuning into that, that, that soul nudge, that soul request. What is she requesting of you? What is she requiring of you? She's requiring you to just freaking stop. This is the week to do it. Okay. Um, I'm going to go in a little bit further into this to see what else we can uh, uncover. Cause I feel like there's more. So this is for the spiritual creativity, the, the spiritual mind, your soul, your higher self. What is she calling for you to do? And to not really necessarily necessarily to do. It's what what are you being called to also pay attention to? All right. So going back into um, even deeper depths into that soul. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. We've got the Knight of Pentacles, Five of Wands. Interesting. Okay. Oh, my goodness. Okay, here we go. So going deeper into that creative mind, we have the Knight of Pentacles. The Knight of Pentacles. Pentacles is the... Um, how, how the manifestation, how does this look as it kind of manifests into physical reality? And the knight is kind of more, um, he's getting his confidence about him. He's, he's, let me just show you this. So you can see that he's, he's, he's confidently walking ahead of his horse. He's got his, um, you know, what I'm going to call it a backpack, but his shield on in the back. And these pentacles are just following him. So basically what, what I'm seeing here with the spiritual is kind of what we were saying with you know, so within as without what you have within you, what you are working on, what you are paying attention to and what you are raising in frequency is going to take care of itself on the outside. So if you've got these denser things that you've been avoiding because you're afraid of having to deal with it, go within first. And this sounds like some very, very stuff, but this is where the quantum stuff happens. You can only access the quantum through your, your mind, body, soul connection. And that connection, that integration then takes you in to the quantum where you can actually drop these denser energies out of your beingness right here, right now, so that you don't have to walk through them and wait for them just to kind of finally reveal themselves in the physical. That's when it's really not fun. Do it when it's easy. Stand firm in your belief that you can you can do this healing work and actually take care of timelines that are attached to this feeling of dread that you're having. If you dread something, you know it's going to show up. It always does. But if you take care of it now energetically and you start to put yourself in the vision of this thing, this person, this conversation that you don't want to have, and you have it in your mind from a place of love, and you start to use your the law of forgiveness, you will then stand grounded just like this, this night. He is grounded. He's walking away. He's saying that is done. And what is done is how this manifests in the physical world. When you do your healing in the quantum and in this, this, uh, this, this spiritual realm, you already heal it. So it doesn't show up. This is the beauty of doing the inner work 
and not allowing yourself to doubt it and to doubt that, oh gosh, in order for me to grow, I actually have to go face this stuff out in the, in the world, face it in here. When you can sit in your living room and get it done and get it done effectively. Yes, there are going to be consequences. Yes, you will have to purge. However, those consequences are much better than having to deal with the, you know, the face to face and and like the really yucky part of the conversation. When you start doing the healing work here, you then have that conversation and it feels so much different. And you walk away saying, I think that was successful. I have now cleared that distorted energy, that limitation, that, that relationship, that job, whatever it is, the conversation or whatever has to happen in order to clear it, it gets much easier if you start doing the work. That is your job this week. That is my job this week. Anything that gives you a little like, deal with it within here. Because in a few weeks, it's going to show up. And if you don't, It's going to show up along with everything else in the world that's already happening. And life's going to feel really heavy unless you start to kind of shed some of the lower densities right now. We also have the five of wands, which is um, five is is transformation. Wands is creativity. It's it's a transformation in how you deal with these, these, um, what we're just talking about. It, it's how you deal with the lower densities in your life, whether those lower densities are relationships or money or jobs or whatever, you then take your lower densities and you deal with them on the inside, not deal with them, you heal them on the inside creatively. So what we're talking about here is creativity and doing your own energy work to lower the impact that these, these denser energies are going to have on you when you don't, if you don't deal with it and then they show up in the real world, then it's going to be uncomfortable. And then it's going to be a big old pain in the ass to be quite, quite frank. So um, again, when you do all of the work on the inside to kind of start bringing, I don't know if something Um, I think my headphones just went out. Um, Okay, coming back on, I do believe. Hopefully I have audio still. Okay, I think I do. Um, When you do that that inner work and you come back to to that place where the, the denser energies don't quite have the effects on you, like when you think about having that conversation, you'll know you're ready for that conversation when you think about it or you imagine it and you're like, okay, I can deal with that. You then become the high priestess and she is very, very much in her power. She, she has this, this, you know, this energy, this column of energy right here. You will then start when you actually have this conversation after you've done this inner work, you will have this portal of information that comes in and moves through your mouth. You will be the channel as opposed to intellectually trying to stay ahead of the conversation and figure out what to say next. You will just be natural in your, in your conversations. This is why this card was upside down because you this week are being asked to reverse that card, to put yourself into home, into your soul, trust your soul that she or he, she knows how to heal this thing that you've got. And she can start that, that healing with you, you and her in meditation and quiet moments in a journal, whatever, whatever you're called to do, she will start to work with you to release that denser energy so that we can actually have a pretty um, pleasant end of the last few weeks of the year because otherwise this is when it's all gonna the shit's gonna hit the fan unless we start to deal with it now okay so then we're gonna go into the intellect also upside down so this is the called card it's really beautiful actually and it says soul gifts and training it's time to step up so i think um i believe what really is being called here Uh, is for us to listen to that soul call. So because this has to do with the human mind, what's coming up is that your human mind is keeping you out of your home, which is your soul, right? She's calling to you about something, but your intellect is saying, oh, you're not ready to do that. And who are you to do that? And, you know, maybe you're being called to, to, um, to protest or to uh, 
be an activist for something, something's really bothering you, or you're being called to a higher profession, a, a career of some sort that lights you on fire. And yet your intellect is going deeper and saying, no, 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 no. We don't have time for that. You like, what? Well, let's wait till the kids are out or, you know, wait for a better time or, you know, or, um, the intellect will give you all kinds of excuses. I don't know. I try not to, to, to listen to my intellect too much. So I don't want to come up with too many excuses that it, it would give because I don't want to program it. So you understand what's, what's going on here though. I, you have to listen, what is being called for me from my soul? And what is my mind telling me is the reason why I can't answer that call? This goes back to what your work is is to is this week is to go back to those soul calls and say, okay, I'm going to say yes, I'm going to practice, and I'm going to listen to my intuition. And you are no longer going to listen to that excuse that the intellect gives and says, oh, well, it's not time, or we don't have enough money, or you know, the kids, or I've got all of these responsibilities. It's no, those are all excuses. And you can never argue with me on that because the truth of who you are is that you, the, the truth of, of what you're called to do is your truth. So anything other than that is an untruth. So I don't listen to untruths. I only listen to the true call of, of my soul. And I expect that of you as well. If you are here, it's because you're being called to something much, much higher and you're, you don't make excuses. And I know that they fail. They feel really, really, um, valid. And yet, although there is some validity to it, you have to give more validity to what you're being called to do. And this mind thing can be changed so easily. It seems like it's a trickster, but you've got the power to allow it to, to change. You have the power to be like, no more, no, 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 no more. It is time for us to switch this. It's time for me to say yes to this. So how can I reduce the amount of obligations I have to make more time for this call? I'm not saying you have to give everything up, but you have to make space for it. And that first starts with making space in your mind that this call that you are wanting to answer, this call that has really been with you for, I, I get the sense that it's been there for a while. It's been pretty obvious, even though you've tried to, to push it down and be like, no, 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 You know it's there because it's starting to ache. It's starting to burn a little bit. And you can't say no to it much longer without having the ramifications in the physical world that will be created by saying no. I don't know how that shows up, but they aren't fun. I've lived through the ramifications of saying, no, 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 stuff that, stuff that down. Don't, don't say that, you know, don't, don't have that desire because all of the lies my mind was telling me. And when I stuffed it long enough, my whole world fell apart. And I don't want that. I don't want that. I don't want us all to have to do that in order to actually get to a place where we say yes to this more often, give this more validity than you give the mind this week. Okay, so now we're going to go into the emotions card, the water element, the water element, like I said, is all about emotions. What do we have to pay attention to when it comes to our emotions? Like, as, as I said earlier, the, the heart is the portal between the spiritual and the physical, between the idea and the manifestation and the, how you feel is probably one of the, the most important things for you to pay attention to every single day. Because if you don't feel good or you're feeling overwhelmed, stress, it is a like a wah, wah, wah from your heart saying, pay attention. Because what is going to manifest from that energetic place is going to be the like one of the least case, like, I don't want to say worse, but like, it's not gonna be the worst case scenario, but it's, it's going to manifest from the timeline that is attached to that emotion. The timeline is the actual manifestation in that, that right here, right now, you've got billions and billions and an infinite amount of realities that you can tap into versions of yourself in different energy frequencies. And if you are operating from a place of overwhelm and you create the idea, it's going to come and manifest into your life as an overwhelming manifestation of your idea. Now you can also be in a higher frequency and have it manifest and be overwhelmed with how amazing it is. So you take your choice. 
how you decide to create an idea, whether it the idea is this, you know, beautiful business that you want to create this purpose driven business, or the idea is I, I want to get the most soothing bath tonight that I can. If you are trying to get through your day and stressing and hurrying so you can give yourself an extra 15 minutes to get that bath, do you think you're going to actually relax in that 15 minutes? No, you're not. But if you just say, okay, I'm going to move through my day. I'm going to get everything done as best I can. And if everything is not done, but it's time for me to get my bath, I'm going to allow everything else to not be done. And I'm going to be completely okay with that. And you go into that bath in a, from a place of peace and of grace for yourself. How do you think that bath, that 15 minutes is going to be? This is what this is about. So let's take a look at the emotions. It all starts with how you feel. Okay. Perspective. Okay. I get this card. This card comes up a lot. It's really, really um, pretty powerful in the consciousness that we have um, as a collective because I get um, this perspective card comes up a lot. So perspective says none of this matters. Zoom out common ground. So because we're talking about emotions, when you think of all of the obligations that you have, and some of them may be, you know, homeschooling kids and trying to have a job or a business. Um, it might be taking care of elderly parents. And, you know, when you really start to tap into those things that you feel like they just feel so heavy, right? The heaviness of, of, of responsibility and the heaviness of obligation and the heaviness of stress. And that's where you're operating. When you start to raise your frequency and you pull back, you will find that all of that stuff feels like this. And that's no lie. I've, I've, I've experienced both. And for this moment, I am in a, a place where majority of the stuff going on in the world feels like this. I'm like, okay, that, that's, it's kind of ugly down there, but it doesn't affect me. I have more of this peace around me, this space, this void, this void of, it's not a void of emotions because I'm stuffing them. It's a void um, of, of really getting taken down by stuff anymore. And the overwhelmment of joy in the, at this moment in my life is, is more what I have to deal with because I'm like, Oh my God, I feel like, I think I might have a heart attack, but out of joy, cause my heart's about to explode. So often, you know, rather than having a heart attack out of the stress, you know? So this is, this is a cycle for me. Everything is, is, is impermanent. Everything is temporary. So Right now, things are good for me, but you know, I'm it, like life's going to take a dip. It'll it'll get hard, but still, I have gotten to a place where the hard stuff doesn't feel as hard. It'll bite me sometimes, and it'll hurt, but pretty quickly I can zoom out and come into this void, into this beautiful place, space of of quantum healing, and I can actually take care of that and clear that out of my field so that it doesn't manifest in such a big way in the physical. So your, your job this week has to pay like those things that are taking you down, that you feel like you're drowning in stress or drowning in overwhelm or just drowning in a lack of creativity, whatever it is. I don't want to give you the words, name it for yourself. Like what is, what feels like it's, I'm drowning in and start naming the emotion. What is that attached to? What, you know, how can you keep pulling your perspective back and back and back so that when you have a bigger perspective, you can step into that void where there's a lot more options for you to choose from as far as possibilities for, for problem solving or for elevating the experience and the frequency of that thing, whatever it is that's, that's triggering you to feel heavy with something. Um, let's go a little bit deeper into this one for some reason. Um, perspective. Okay. So this again is the emotional piece. Big. Yeah. It's going to be kind of a big week. So the page of cups. So this guy is sitting here and all of a sudden it's as if he has all of this energy coming up here. He's kind of right, like rising up out of, of, um, of his body kind of into the heavens. And to me, what this is, what this is, um, 
reminding us to do this week is to, is to kind of rise up out of a situation when you're in it, you can't see anything when you, it's like you in a fishbowl, you can't see anything in front of you when you're in the, in the problem, right. Or in the thing. But if you, if you expand out your perception, just like this guy, he's just sitting straight. He's, he's sitting in this physical space, but allowing him himself to kind of rise above the, 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 the issue to take a higher look, to take a bigger, bigger perspective. And from that place, he is able then to pull different solutions that he can't quite get when he's sitting in here. And a page is new. It's innocence. It's just practicing, you know, practice with, with um, zooming yourself out and taking yourself out of the situation. The other beautiful card with this emotion is a major arcana card. And this is um, the Empress and the Empress Empress is um, pregnant with possibility. She's got the world. She's got the universe. She's got everything within her, in her womb, ready to be birthed. So if you are, what this is telling me is there is the opportunity right now for whatever that thing is, that's feeling really heavy for you, or maybe it's a person or relationship money, um, you know, all the things that, that, that kind of can, can keep us tapered to, um, to, a like anchored down there, there's this opportunity for you to release that pretty easily is what, um, what I'm getting because it's showing me that major transformation is in the same, um, the same card pool as the, um, the emotional space. So when you start to shift your emotions and, and lift and in, in frequency to, to an elevated space and an elevated frequency, even if it's just getting to a place to be willing to look at it differently, then you are then birthing a whole new timeline. You are birthing a whole new outcome by just shifting into a couple of, of bars of higher frequencies of, of emotions. Uh, let me grab this. I want to show you kind of what I'm give you a visual of what I'm talking about here. One second to get this card out. Um, when I talk about ascending in frequency, if you've been around for a long time or not a long time, even you have probably already seen this card. Shoot. Of course it's not, not where it's supposed to be. Let me see if I got it here. Okay, here we go. So this is kind of the ascension ladder of, of emotional frequencies. So at the very bottom is shame. And at the very top, um, you can't see it. It's very clearly, it's called bliss. It has bliss, right? So in these, these frequencies down here, shame, guilt, uh, grief, fear, scarcity, insecurity, these are all life constricting emotions. So if you are stuck in a life constricting emotion and you are trying to make something better or make a change, from this place, you will make a change. All right. But you will kind of, it's kind of like a parallel jump to, you know, um, it's a parallel jump from where you are. So you'll manifest a change, but it'll still be steeped in grief or fear or whatever. So it's going to be at that life constricting. It's not really going to expand. It's just going to be like, it's going to maybe even get worse, probably would get worse. However, if you have this thing and you're being, we're being called spiritually this week to spend time on our own going home, what is mine to do in this relationship? What is mine to do in this, in, in, in this, this distortion, this, this yuckiness I feel and you, you know, and you decide that I I'm feeling a lot of fear or I'm feeling a lot of anger. I'm feeling a lot of anger in the world right now. I'm feeling a lot of anger towards this relationship or my job. You don't want to do anything towards changing that unless you get up to at least a willingness or courage. At this point, this courage, the vibration of courage then sends it into life expanding energy where actually transformation can occur and it can actually, it'll make the, the transformation even better. So you don't want to make any moves towards having that conversation or clearing that emotional frequency or that emotional distortion until you are at least at a place of courage and say, okay, I, I think I can do this. I can do this. I can, I can have this conversation. I'm going to do it from a place of love. Cause when it's done from up here, it can't help no matter how hard the conversation is. It can't help, but expand. 
you and expand your mind and expand your frequency so that different solutions start to appear. So being in the void and um, or in, in a higher perspective of your emotions, when you start to feel like the coming up, what is this about? You're going to lift yourself out of your body, so to speak, in meditation and lift yourself to a higher perspective so that you're able to see then what this is really about. You can be willing to actually make a change. You can make quantum quantum healing in your field right then, right there. You're pregnant with possibility. You then you start to tap into those higher frequencies around this thing that needs to be dealt with. And all of that will be birthed with a brand new manifestation of whatever it is. And then the six of wands came out as well. And if you look at her, she's kind of like in the, in the spotlight, it's almost as if you do this work and you, and you, um, bird that new that new higher frequency around this this thing and it starts to take care of it you're going to be like like you're going to be in your own spotlight being like i am so awesome and um she used wands she used creativity to get there so there are de- there are definitely creative solutions to this big thing that you've got um there are creative solutions with how to um, transform into those creative solutions and a creative manifestation as well. Okay. Let's go into the, uh, the last, the last pillar, which is the physical earth. What, you know, how is this all going to manifest? So the card is lost lands and it says soul memory and gifts. You've done this before. So what this is, what I'm, the message that I'm getting is that you've done something like this before. I'm pretty much reading the card, but no, that I want to reaffirm that. Um, There's been a situation or a scenario that you've already been through that might be something similar. It may not have shown up as another relationship, or it may have just been something similar where you, you have, you have experience with this emotion that you're in. It may, it may be caused by something. What I'm getting is it might be caused by something outside of you that's different, but ultimately go back to your experience with how you moved through something else that gave you um, a trigger of the same emotion. And you will know from that, you'll start to pull out hints as to how you dealt with them before you'll connect some dots. And then you'll also, again, because of what you're being called to do to the, the, the zoom out and really take a look at this scenario, really for additional creative solutions, you'll pull in some of those solutions with what you've done in the past. And those will be the perfect, um, the, 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 the perfect manifestation of what you need to do in order to transform this big thing that's kind of like hanging on to you, this burden, it feels burdensome. Um, that will be transformed in such a beautiful way when you just sit with it for a minute and get to know it and get to understand it. And when you do, all of a sudden you're going to get the realization of, wait, we've been here before. We've done this before. It looked like this and it looks like this now, but over here, like over here in my solution to solving that, what I did this, this, and this. So you bring that back to you in the moment. And then you say, okay, I'm going to zoom out and, oh gosh, I didn't even think about that and that. I'm going to bring those two things. And that actual solution, that nugget of solution that you then put into your, um, your physical manifestation of changing the thing is, uh, is actually going to be in a beautiful, beautiful way. This card was right side up. It's saying like everything is, is, is in alignment. When you come home to here, you listen and you move into what you are called to do. What, what you're going to be called to do is going to be part of those, those additional solutions that are needed. So those are all going to be part of clearing out this dense thing that you've got that you know you have to deal with, but you haven't quite deal with. Like you're just like, I'll deal with that tomorrow. And it's been forever, right? Whether it's been weeks, months, or maybe even years, it's time to deal with it because otherwise it's going to pop up by the end of the year in some way and it's going to be ugly. So start to kind of build the energy of healing, build the energy of awareness around it build the energy of um, 
the intellect of the mind. What is it doing and how can you expand it and building the intellect of the emotions and really paying attention to how you feel when you think of something in, around this, this area and you say, uh, okay, this idea came and your heart goes, yes, yes, we like that. Without ignoring it, you do it in that moment because everything that you get this week is going to help you kind of um, deflate the intensity of this situation to a point where you can then work with it. Okay. So one last card is kind of like the, with the one last soul message um, for the collective watching this video, the collective who will watch it. This is the one last kind of like exclamation point that our souls want to put on this reading today, this week. And it's going to be the Felix felicitous power symbol to create lucky serendipitous events. And that's kind of what we were exactly we're, we're talking about. Create the energy, raise the energy so that all of a sudden the ideas that come to you will then start to kind of feel weird, probably may not make logical sense, but you start to follow them. And all of a sudden these serendipitous events kind of, you know, not kind of, but they start happening. And when they start happening, you know that you are creating the momentum to deal with this circumstance and it's going to be with grace and it's going to be, to be with ease. And you're going to, at the end of it, you're going to be like, well, that one, that bad. And that's because of the work you do this week. Okay. So tune in, tune in to that, which feels burdensome to you. Cause it's time for us to kind of deal with that. And that goes for me too. So we got work to do this week. Thanks for being here. Y'all. I'm so, so grateful to have you. I'm so excited to have you. I'm um, I love doing this work. And um, if there's anything that I can help support you with on a personal, personal basis, I do private uh, pyramid activation readings and private elemental rate readings. So if you want to go deeper into some things and actually do some quantum healing as we go um, on any distortions that might be in your field, that is what I know really, really well. And I would love to help you and support you on your journey in ascending in frequency. All you need to do is just go to vedettemayor.com to our services and you'll see the, uh, the, the write-ups on all of our, um, my phone's doing weird stuff. So hopefully my, my audio is still on, but, um, you can go there and look at all the services and everything that is included in those readings. Thank you so much for being here and we will see you next week for the next week's elemental reading. And every week so far, um, I'm going to be doing on Wednesday evenings, um, abundance activations. So invite your friends, have them come by the Ascension Network, and we are going to work on activating abundance frequencies in all areas of life. So you might want to be on this one this Wednesday to activate abundance in this area of your life that might feel a little little wonky and we can start to influence that energy with some more abundance and frequent and frequency in that in that um area thanks for being here Mwah.